You're tuned into Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. The last I checked, I'm the only one with a job around here. When you pay the bill. McDonald's. You got McDonald's money. When we get in the store, you bet not ask for n- <laughs> Don't touch nothing. Don't look at nothing. Don't ask for nothing. Don't put nothing in your hand. Don't put nothing in this basket. <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to Black Ass Podcast. This is Hadia Robinson checking in once again. Um, thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. I know. It's like I know... That you know that I know that you know that I know that you know that I know that you know that I know. Like I know that you know. It, I know it. So, you know, it's like here we are. It's like I've been going for a minute now. I'm back with the jump off. Ah, goes in the club. Case of the, ah. Okay. Uh welcome back, guys. Um, I have been um really busy. And um, podcasting is consistent. Shout out to all the people who are consistent with a podcast because that's it's real. It's real. It's real to check, do that shit every day. Like it's it's wow, you know. But thank you, everybody that is following the podcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. I'm still kind of like posting stuff. I try to at least post up there. Um, so thank you guys for that. I don't know if you can hear the helicopter in the background. They looking for somebody. Um, I just locked my door because I'm like, I hope them niggas don't come up. <laughs> and when I say that, that applies to anybody of any race. So let's be very clear. Um, but yeah, man. Um, happy belated Mother's Day. Um, I'm sure you can imagine I was. Yeah. Um, but I had a revelation if you will i was watching a friends uh i have a some married friends and they needed somebody to help watch their kids three kids for a week um and whoo i like i already knew my mom was the shit like i already knew that everything that she was able to accomplish and do with the kids that she had, I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's impossible. But to spend that week with three kids, like, that was legit half of the amount of kids my mom had in the house at one point. So it's like, you know, but three kids took a bitch out, okay? I'm just going to put it out there like that. Took a bitch out. I'm telling you, I didn't even know where I was at certain points. Like, I went to get the kids from school one day, and I just – like, I end up getting there early, and I just fell asleep in the car like a homeless person. Like, just parked on the block. I don't even know if I locked the doors. I was that tired. Like, I was out of it. Parents, how? How are y'all doing this? How are y'all getting kids to school, getting their homework done, making sure they wash their ass? Because, you know, kids don't, you know, we talked about this. Kids don't really... You know, unless you forcefully put them in the tub, if you were just to leave it them to their own devices and not check in, like, did you wash your ass? They 
ain't fist to wash their ass. They gonna they gonna go in there. They gonna run. They gonna waste water. They gonna run the water. They gonna splash in it. They literally will probably like get naked and stand in it, but won't actually physically wash their ass. Cause you know that's just what kids are. So to be present and 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 checking up and rechecking up and you know t- saying something and saying it. You know how many times. I had to say, grab your bag, grab your bag, grab your bag. Let's go. Grab your bag, grab your bag. Shoes, where are your shoes? Socks, where are your socks? Why don't you have your socks? Where's your bag? Did you put your bag? Get your bag. Let's get in the car. What bag, shoes, socks, bag, shoes, socks. What the? Man, listen. I just thought about, like, all the times my mom came home. Like, I wouldn't have came home every day. <laughs> I'm just saying. Every day I'm not coming home. Some of them days I'm going to the club. I'm going to do 17 lines of cocaine. And then I'm going to just be passed out somewhere. And then I'm going to wake up, hopefully, you know, in some right frame of mind, you know, unviolated, you know. And then I'm going to just walk back in the house like, hey, y'all, what up? (laughs) I probably would approach parenthood like I'm approaching this podcast. (laughs) I'm not going to be there all the time. Yo, my kids was straight just come to me with foster care paperwork like, hey, sis, so um, this ain't work. We don't need, neither one of us deserve this. <laughs> if I could just get your signature and an initial, don't, I'll fill out the rest. Don't even worry about it. I'm five. I've memorized my social security number just because you're such a shitty parent. I'm, I was. I was sure I was going to die a couple of times, so don't even worry about it. I'm five and I already got a license. That's how terrible of a mom you are. (laughs) So shout out to all the parents, man. Shout out to all the, and if you doing it by yourself, if you a single parent, God. If you a single parent and you going to school, God. If you a single parent and you going to school and you got a job. I know some single parents that's going to school and got two jobs. I don't know where you're finding time. I don't know how you're awake. I don't know. Let me tell you, the last day that I spent with them kids in that house, they went to a baseball game. Um, I don't know how they got there. No, I'm just playing. Their father took them. But. I just laid in the bed and I was just like, yo, I could get up, pack my clothes and leave now. I was so tired. I just passed out for like three hours. When I finally got back to my house, I slept for two days. Like my whole body needed to recover mentally, emotionally. Like, yo, that shit. And every time you hear something fall, you hear something break, you're like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what? And I was just so, I'm thankful, I'm thankful. And I was sober the whole time. That's the other thing. Like, I feel like if I could have smoked a little bit of weed, that probably would have really took the edge off. Like, I could have just relaxed, like, hey, psh, they cool. You know what I mean? But I wasn't. I was just like, and I'm watching somebody else, kids. It's one thing to drop your own baby. You don't want to. Trust me, you don't want to. But you damn sure don't want to drop nobody else, kid. And next thing you know, they come into the crib and the baby got a knot, a damn Band-Aid on. Because, you know, parents be parents be looking. I know I would be looking. If my kid, if somebody was watching my kid, oh, I'm doing a thorough, the way you go over a car, the rental car. <laughs> you know, when you get the rental car, you go through, like, it's a scratch, right? What, what is this scratch? <laughs> I'm going through. 
top to bottom. I want to know everything on that mug. And when I get back, I'm doing it again. Like, uh-uh, this wasn't here. Why Why is that? Uh-uh, right? So thankfully, everybody made it out okay. I had a great time with the kids, but shout out to all the parents. And happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day to all the mothers. Parenting is hard. Before I... uh. One last thing before we get into these little silly ass stories. Shout out to the latest member of the Black Ass Village. Uh, thank you so much to John Taylor for coming through with a really nice Patreon donation. Um, to all my people on Patreon, I know I said I'm gonna have a video coming. I'm gonna do a video. Like, you know, right now it's just whatever. But the video is coming, so much to talk about, but I'm going to spew all of my pent-up anger and aggression right here on this podcast. Because white people, your white people, people, this is really getting out of hand. So I need all white people to get white people information. You know, we've been asking y'all to get information. We've been marching for y'all to get information. We've been, you know, trying to, you know, sing. We've been singing hymns and dancing and throwing cookouts, trying to teach y'all how to Dougie and shit. And y'all motherfuckers really just not about formation. So I need all the white people to get the white people information. That's what I mean when I say white people get your white people. It's not just like, but it's like, we can't do it because once we say something, you know, then it's like, oh, you're making it about race. Oh, why are you being so, oh, I never, I don't see color, that fake ass shit. How the fuck do, is it only white people that don't see color? everybody else seeing color out here but white people all of a sudden y'all just the only ones that don't see color yo get the fuck out of here that is the most i see color statement that is the that is the quintessential i really see color but i'm gonna act like i don't see color that's like get the fuck no that's like seeing somebody with a booger in in their nose and being like oh i didn't see it bitch you saw that booger why you that's why you kept turning your head and not wanting to look me in the face we was having a conversation but you're gonna sit up here and lie and say you ain't seen the booger everybody saw the fucking booger but you the one person that didn't see the booger yo fuck you so um white people get your white people um we'll talk more about all the white people this that's been going on the white people have been white people and and it's just it's too much you're over white people in right now. <laughs> you're OD white people in. <laughs> you gotta laugh, otherwise you'll kill yourself. Um, so thank you so much to John Taylor for joining the Black Ass Village. If you wanna also be a part of the Black Ass Village, you can log on to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash black ass podcast and you know whatever is in your spirit whatever the ancestors tell you whatever you need then you know what i'm saying <laughs> do what you like i see guys and girls there i did the slower version because i think it was do what you like it was a little faster but i tried to slow it down make it like a do what you like yeah i see guys and girls dancing <laughs> All right, so how do we kick this off? Okay, here it is. <laughs> um, I'll talk about parenting, shouted out all the parents. And uh, this is for the parents that's doing it wrong. So I'm sure everybody has heard about this lame-ass dude um, who parents had to sue him to move out of the house now. You know... Yes, there's a certain amount of 
you know, as you grow up, you know, that at a certain point, you just certain shit you just can't blame on your parents. Like, certain, certain shit about you is just in your DNA. But, that, so, you know, this dude being 30 and his parents having to sue him to get him out of the house, that's falling back on the parents. So, um, here it is. Parents, Chris and Mark and Christina Rotondo, Mark and Christina had a bouncing baby 30-year-old, <laughs> bouncing 30-year-old, staying in a house. And they had to take him to court. This is in Syracuse. Um, now, I've been to Syracuse a couple of times. I know a few people from Syracuse. Syracuse is a shitty place to live. So, hey, I'm not saying, uh, that's not my necessary assessment. That's also, that's part my assessment and part what I know from people who live in Syracuse. Syracuse is horrible. It's horrible winters. So, you know, anywhere there's horrible winters, you're going to get some kind of off-balance people because the cortisol and the sun and the vitamin D, you know, that shit is important. So, boom. Uh, the son, Michael Rotondo. This is outrageous. I mean, I just need a little more time. <laughs> now... Michael is in the house. He ain't got no haircut. He ain't got no beard. I mean, he doesn't have a haircut. He legit looked greasy like he was working on a car naked and just put on a suit and then came to court. <laughs> he just looked like that damp, sweaty. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like he, like he went and ran, played basketball, and then just put on a suit directly after that. Like, didn't even, so, like, if he took his little suit, like, it was cute, too. The suit jacket was all over, it was, like, oversized, and I'm sure that was probably, like, a play from his lawyer. They're in Syracuse. I'm sure his lawyer is was probably watching, like, The Good Wife and all the other little law shows, little law and order shit, looking at all the tips, like, we're going to put you in an oversized suit so we can kind of bring down your, so we, you know, you can look small to the, to the jury. <laughs> now, this is how I know this is white people shit. They've been trying to get this man out. I mean, he's 30 years old, right? They offered to give him $1,100 to help him find his own place. And this dude talking about that's not enough money to live anywhere else. No, it's not enough money to live anywhere else if your ass ain't going to get no job. He ain't going to have no job, and he don't help with chores. The fact that you're 30 years old and your parents are saying the word chores to you says a lot. My thing is, dude, I would not want the world to know I was this much of a fucking, like, who's going to fuck you after this? Like, you are now a complete and utter joke. Like, are you just staying in a house fucking sex dolls? Because how do you go out into the world after some shit like this and then try to holler at chicks at the bar like, hey, my name's Michael. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Amber, it's, it's totally him. What? Oh, my God. You're that guy that didn't want to move out of your parents' basement. Oh, my God. That's totally him. Can we get a picture? Put it on the gram. Hanging out with losers. <laughs> like... Dude, you're never going to see vagina again besides on your dad's fucking Pornhub account. <laughs> Do you know 
how many people go out into the world. Listen, I moved to L.A. with sufficiently less money than, than this $1,100. Then he talking about, and you live in Syracuse. I could see if it was like, oh, I can't move nowhere in New York City for this amount of money. You're in Syracuse. Don't nobody, ain't nobody up there pressed. Like they, it's just certain cities you're going to live in and you're going to be okay. No, you're not going to live in your, the same neighborhood as your parents. No, you're not even going to live probably on the same side of town as your parents. You're probably not going to live in a house that your parents have. You're not going to, not probably, I'm sure you're not going to live in a place your parents have. You're not even going to live in a place that looks like the room you have in your parents' house. But plenty of people have made moves and moved around and, and overcome situations. And here you here your bitch ass are in the house, in your mom and daddy house. Now, the mom and daddy po thing, they over there just looking distraught like, oh, God, what is this life? And now, you in, you know, you in the world, you're embarrassing your mom and daddy. People now, you know, seeing your mom, although I'm sure everybody knew that his bitch ass was in that basement and because the mom, I'm sure, was trying to put that put his ass off on anybody. Hey, Carla, don't you have a daughter? Nope, she's dead. <laughs> Bitch is like, you are not gonna have my child in a, you know what I mean, in no situation with your raggedy ass son. No, I'm sorry, she's a lesbian. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Yo, I mean, and then the thing is, this dude is like, they've been trying to get him out since February of this year nigga it's may <laughs> four months you couldn't find no place to go in four months you couldn't find no job in four months you ain't gonna make it out here and you know what's so crazy you can tell in situations like this just the 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 entitlement of this sudden like, you could tell that he's used to getting whatever he wants. Michael, Michael, no. Michael, now we talked about this. No, Michael, Michael, now listen, your father and I, Michael, no, Michael, okay, fine, Michael, this is the last time, I swear to God, we're not going to do this again. We can't keep going. Okay, fine. Michael, listen, we're going to do this three more times, and after three times, I, I swear to God, we're done. We're we're totally done with, okay, Michael, listen, we're going to this. We're gonna sit down and we're just gonna map out a plan when all they should have did was when he came home the moment he left that house because at some point he's gonna leave the house the moment he left that house change the motherfucking locks you're done there's like conversation is over he's no longer in the house you guys have your life back and then go on with your future but like the idea of oh um we have to make sure and no nah, please if they would have locked him out of the house nobody would have said shit like how do you even go to court anyway that's how you could tell us some white people shit i'm sorry white people i'm just saying y'all white people is really out here wilding this is never a story you were hear for some black people let me tell you something the uncles would have came over there dragged his punk ass right up out that house it wouldn't have been nothing else to say Listen, my uncle would have came over there straight, stood in the door, took my brother by the back of his shirt and the back of his pants and threw his ass in the yard with whatever little clothing my mama said he could take. Because if he ain't been working, that means who buying them clothes? So she would have been like, you know what? No, we going to hand these we going to hand the rest of these jeans down. You take these two ass pair of jeans, you take them Jordans that I told your dumb ass not to buy. <laughs> 
I'm gonna give you a blanket because I'm being nice. <laughs> and you can take this fucking disposable plate of food and go figure it out. Bye. Bye, Javon. Bye, Javon. Bye, Javon. You better get out my yard. Ja- That's what, you know, Javon got his foot in the door. <laughs> Ma, come on, ma. No, I said. Nah, that shit. And that would have just been if. They've been giving this boy notices since February 2nd and he ain't moved out. Javon would have had from February 2nd to February 6th. <laughs> Yo, he'd have had exactly four days. Because <laughs> I told your ass last year. Because I told you when you turned 18. <laughs> like, bitch, I'm 18 and a half. Well, I told you before you was 18. That when you turn 18, your ass is out of here. You ain't want to listen. That's your bad. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I, anyway. So, shout out to um, Michael. Good luck in them streets, Michael. If you smart, you're going to get your ass on Tinder. You're going to hook up with some girl. You better send her the dick pic with the oil, coconut oil, the perfect lighting. You better put that shit down. You better hit the club, eat some girl out. So, <laughs> You better eat the booty. <laughs> you better eat the booty like groceries when you, when the food stamps come in. <laughs> I hate me. Um, what else is going on? Uh, so Pusha T has a new album that's coming out called Daytona and he's using for the cover of the album which is weird because we still talking about album covers but fine the artwork I'm sorry the album artwork that makes more sense the album artwork is um a photograph of Whitney Houston's drug infested bathroom it's a photo that's from 2006 so you already know this shit goes off. I mean, look, it's 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 like straight drug paraphernalia. There's like a crack pipe in here. There's like a, a spoon that you can see they heating the shit up. And, you know, it's just, and it's just a messy, it's one of them bathroom counters. It's beer cans in the bathroom. It's like, it's like this bathroom wasn't even used as a bathroom. It was just kind of used as a place for people to fight. Like, I don't even know. It, the bath, how your bathroom looked like an alley. And I'm not trying to make fun because I get it. They were on drugs. And, you know, when you're on drugs, you just, you about that drug life. You're not about keeping my house clean. It's like, no, I'm, I'm trying to get these drugs. I'm going to put this face on. I'm going to hit this club and I'm going to be high. And then I'm going to come home. I'm going to pass out and I'm going to do that shit all again. Um, and, you know, it's actually kind of like, well, let me say, let me, let me take a step. I don't like the fact that all music is talking about doing drugs right now. And I know I'm not the only, like, I'm, that's not what rap is supposed to be about. Rap is supposed to be about the spectrum of the experience, but the idea of every song being about Xanax, Purple Vol, that Michael Jackson shit. You know what I mean? Like, why is every song about getting high and being like, and not even just like, oh, we smoke some weed, we treat up. That should be like, 
no, we're on like for real drugs. Like we on the shit that you, you know, when you're in a hospital and they got you hooked up to IVs and you just walking around with that little walker with the bags on it. Like niggas is on that kind of drugs. Like why, why are we fucking advocating, you know, and where's all these broke people getting these high class drugs from? Like I remember the only drug, like anyway, let me not go start being classics, classist with the drugs, even though, you know, that is some classic shit. But, you know, Xanax, uh, Percocet, Promethazine. Who the fuck? How, where are you motherfuckers just getting Promethazine? That shit sound like it's at a funeral home. Are y'all niggas breaking into funeral homes, getting high on, on fucking, um, what's that shit uh, that goes into formaldehyde? Is that what y'all, like, anyway, so... You know, I already have a problem with that. But it's just like, yo, why would you use this photo as the cover? Like, that's, to me, is so disrespectful to me. You know what I mean? It's, it's just like, yo, why would you why would you put this woman's legacy out there like that? You know, it's like she's gone. Let her rest in peace. And then the other thing is, it's produced by Kanye West, so you already that's already coming with its own bullshit, you know, and his dumb ass. Like, that, I wouldn't want nobody to know Kanye West produced shit that I was working on because now I don't want to hear this nigga album. Like, I know that sounds fucked up, but I just don't want to hear it because it's attached to Kanye West. And then Kanye West wanted to use the photo so bad that he he offered to pay the, it, it was $85,000 to license this picture from Whitney Houston's bathroom. Which makes me feel like, yo, who, how did they even get this picture? Who took the picture? And then who even put the picture out there that this was something that was up to be sold? Like, it's just really like, it really highlights how invasive celebrity can be. You know what I mean? Like how, your life just isn't your life. Your life is legit whatever, you know, it's up for grabs. Like, that shit is crazy. Just the thought of that. Um, now, let me be very clear. I'm not saying this as like, oh, I'm opposed to celebrity and I'm opposed to being super fucking rich like that. I absolutely want it. So <laughs> let's just be clear there. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know what, honestly, the celebrity part, I'm kind of good on. I'm up for the money. I want to be able to still function in the world. Like, I want to be able to still, like how Dave Chappelle said, he goes to his fucking city council meetings, and I really feel like he probably be at the Walmart, the fucking farmer's market, chilling. People like, yo, that's Dave. But I don't think it's hysteria. You know what I'm saying? Not that hysteria, like, if Beyonce decided to walk outside the house, how motherfuckers would act like straight 100 lose their mind like she can't just go out without the full bodyguard team seal team six and seven you know what i'm saying helicopters uh, ambulance and you know a motorcade at this point that's beyonce's life right now you know what i mean she not just gonna be able to pop roll in somewhere unannounced like they gotta have security clearances you know what i mean goddamn trap doors and secret ways out she gotta know all the exits I, that shit just seemed tiring you know what i mean like damn can i i'm just trying to go get some pads from this i just you know what i mean like my period came a day early i just want to go to the cvs why why it's got to be all this 
That's a bad example because if I don't never have to buy pads for myself again, that would be the greatest thing in my life. I legit would love, I want to be rich enough where I can pay a fine ass dude to go buy my pads every, like every month. Just fine. Just, you know what I mean? Just so goddamn fine. And he announces that he's going to buy my pads. Like that's, that's what I'm paying him extra for. You know what I mean? Like he's just going to buy my feminine products and shit and then just delivers them with no shirt on. You know what I mean? Coconut oil down. You hear me? Like, just flexed out. You know what I mean? Like, just chiseled everywhere, you know? And just, you know, wearing the pants, wearing the the underwear, like, Cameo used to wear on the outside of the pants. <laughs> the red cup draws. <laughs> okay, too much. Whatever. But that's the shit I dream about. But then I think about shit like this. Whitney Houston, whole life being violated in this way. You know what I mean? And, like, her daughter isn't here anymore, so thank God. But I can't imagine her daughter being alive. Not thank God. You know what I'm saying? But thank, okay. But I can't imagine her daughter being alive and having to see that because she probably saw it in real life and just having to relive that time in her life. Like, yo, I, I just feel like some people... Some people do shit that's so tasteless and it's just like, nah, that's not, no. And it's like, Pusha T said the album is for my family, high taste level, luxury, drug rap fans. When the fuck did, so drug rap is a real thing, huh? That's what, that's what y'all are doing out here, drug rap. All right. Y'all call me when rap get back to like saying some real ass shit and actual lyrics and, you know, not this fucking (sighs) nursery rhyme bullshit. Like, I don't need rap to put kids to sleep. Have you, you know how like these rap songs, the way the beat, the the rhythm and shit of the beat will stop a crying baby. It'll like have the crying baby just like want to play and shit like that's not the rap i want to listen to i want to hear some shit with rah, rah, pow, pow. i shot the motherfucker in the face like i want to hear that gangster shit and i want to hear like we was on the molly and the, and the auto that beats me ah, i'm contradicting myself but as soon as i even said it in that cadence i was like hey i started millie rocking and we all know i already said my millie rock is more like when you whipping cake batter without a mixer <laughs> And your R&B sore shit, yeah. Um, speaking of rap, though, did y'all see the freestyle from Will Smith? That shit was kind of hot. It was though, like you know, the only Will Smith song that I've ever really like to this day, am like, yo, that shit goes off. Is um, brand new funk, and I and I feel like it's even more so to be. Summertime is just classic. Summertime will live on forever. Like I want summertime play at my funeral because hopefully I die in the summer. But I'm just saying like, you know, when everybody crying and shit, it's going to be like, oh shit, summertime. Time for fun, right? Everybody be like, summer, summer, summertime. <laughs> summertime, right? It's just going to be like such a, a clash of emotions and shit. Because they're going to be like, damn, how do you dare? But this is my song. <laughs> um, Yeah, but like, so summertime, you know, summertime is, is, is legit in a class of its own. That shit is like young and... Young MC, but way doper, right? Young MC, don't know, 
don't, 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 don't. Like Young MC is now your white grand, great aunt's favorite song, right? But like Summertime is everybody's favorite song. Like that legit lets me know that, you know, it's warm outside. When I was in New York, I didn't even, I didn't even feel like it was warm until I heard Summertime or I, it came up on a playlist or something in my spirit said, you know what, you, you want to hear right now? summertime girl it's warm outside quit bullshit went to like ah, summer summer okay and then i put on some booty shorts <laughs> <clears throat> anyway but he just hit up a freestyle he's supposedly in the booth he's supposedly about to drop something i don't know but it was like it was dope but in the will smith way you know what i mean it wasn't I like I, I'm looking at I'm I'm one of those people I'm looking at Will Smith's Instagram it's like he living his best life you know what I mean I'm I'm here for that like especially in these days and times so, you know just black people having fun smiling you know not being fucking pulled down by the bullshit I I need it it's a great break from shit like barbecue Becky you know what I mean like them bitches it's a great fucking break of of just feeling like you know what it's life is still good you know what i mean whatever but um i'm interested to see uh what this is going to turn into i don't know if i would like purchase a will smith anything but if he had a couple of hits with or a couple of joints with a nice little beat to it or whatever i would i would i would throw up that 99 dollar 29 i throw it up for one or two songs you know what I mean? But I can't imagine buying nobody's whole rap album at this point. Like, straight up. Like, Jay. Maybe a Jay Z. Oh, I don't. I would have to be truly inspired. Matter of fact, you know what? If you. That's my, that's my question of the week. Who is the dope rappers right now that I need to be listening to? Like a a rapper that's really saying some dope shit. I don't necessarily, you know, I don't want to hear like just we was on the Molly and ah, that shit is cool. It's let me take the it's not cool. Let me be very clear. That shit is not cool because I understand the impact that these songs have for people who are young and dumb. Because when you're young. You are, in fact, dumb. That's just statistic. Your brain ain't already formed yet. Your skull ain't even fully, like, closed over. It ain't solid all the way at the top, right? So dumb in that sense. Dumb of the impact of decisions that you made today and how they affect your life later on down the line. That's what I mean by dumb, right? And just dumb. Like, that's it is what it is. But it don't also don't necessarily have to be, like, the most righteous, you know, it don't it can it can span the spectrum let's say that you know what i mean but if you know something some hot shit right now that somebody is putting out whoever the dope is you know like yo inbox me let me know put me up on game i want to be hip again it's about to be summertime i'm trying to be the, i'm trying to get my summertime hoe on and i feel like i got to be able to speak the the you know the language of my prey <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, young man. <laughs> when you <laughs> when you still at the twenty five and up club. Hey, young man. 
<laughs> Can you get the bartender? How you doing, handsome? <laughs> oh, you're in your last year at USC. Amen. <laughs> anyway, um, trash, 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 trash. Um, speaking of trash, um, another school shooting has happened. Um, not surprising because at this point it's just about every weekend, right? It's just about once a week now. I think, you know, there's a school shooting and I can't imagine what that must be like to be a parent anywhere and just hear shooting and immediately like wonder, oh shit. You know what I mean? I need to call my son's school. What, what city? What state? Where is it? You know, trying to call your child phone. They not answering the phone. Like, just horrifying. Um, but um, I think what's worse is how these disgusting fucking people are finding every excuse in the book besides the fact that people have access to guns that don't need guns, right? So they're saying that, oh, um, you know, they want to put a ban on trench coats. What the fuck? Another, somebody else said, um, you know, oh, they, of course, want to arm teachers and they want to. And for I, I, that has never set well with me. I don't want some teacher that's already underpaid and overworked having access to a gun. I just seen a teacher straight square up with a boy now. And I will go on record saying that boy deserved it because he tried it. The teacher was calmly just trying to talk to this dude. Shorty square squared up and and took a swing. Teacher was like, you know what? This going to be my last day. <laughs> I guess I'm retiring. Yo, that teacher picked that dude up straight, slammed him down on the desk. And I'm reading the comments and people is like, that teacher went too far. Listen, this little boy, this wasn't no eight-year-old little boy. This was a fucking 15, 16-year-old little boy. Guess what? It was about time he got slammed on his damn back because at 15 and 16, when you think you can, you can, you can square up with a grown-ass man, when you think it's okay for you to... Okay, you're going to have to learn. And it's better for him to learn at that school, in that environment, with that teacher in that moment than being out in the world thinking you can say and pop off and do and whatever and get, get your ass filled up with some bullets. So kudos to that teacher. He, that was probably the best lesson he taught that year. <laughs> in his whole last career, that was the best lesson he could have imparted because I'm sure the rest of them students was in there like, I'm not fucking with Mr. Wilson. He goes off. <laughs> Yo, when I say he scooped that dude up, bow, dropped his ass right on them desks. I was like, word. I was watching that video like, word. Teachers do not get paid enough to come to school for that bullshit. I'm just saying, period. And if you a parent and your kid feel like they are bouted enough to square up with a teacher, then your kid going to have to catch them consequences, i.e. catch them hands. <laughs> but um, so they're back, back, back to school. 
trench banning trench coats this dumb shit so then the lieutenant governor of texas comes out of his stupid ass mouth and says um i think there's too many exits at the school this dumb son of a bitch says that because there are so many exit doors at the school that's the reason why schools are getting shot up how do you take the whole responsibility of the guns being in these streets out of the situation and add doors now mind you if you look at fucking um lean on me that's a cold violet. You cannot have them doors locked. You cannot have doors locked in a school. So this this dumbass lieutenant governor is proposing to have all the schools doors taken out and just limiting the amount of doors. So you want one way in, one one way out. So let's say you have one way in and one way out. And this kid come up in the school, him and another kid come up in there like on the matrix when Neo and Trinity went went into the business building to go get Morpheus. Yeah, give me a minute. Just rock with me, right? Go through the metal detectors, but as soon as the metal detector go off and they like, oh shit, it was too late. They put already had the straps out, raining bullets, then what? Now you got a building full of kids that can't get out. I don't even, first of all, I'm not going nowhere where, where it's not an exit. I'm, I'm I'm done with that life. I'm from Flint, Michigan. You know how many times I've been in the club and it was one way in and one way out and we got stuck in that bitch and getting maced like some damn, no, I'm not doing that. If a spot, If I get to a spot and I look and there's no exit, yeah, I'm not going in that shit. Hey, I'm going to be outside. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go down the street. I'm going to find another spot. Y'all call me when y'all done. I'm not going in that shit. That's what I'm not going to do. It better be a basement door, a trap door, a back door, an outside. No. And sidebar, I don't want to go nowhere where the garbage goes in and out of the same fucking door. That's disgusting. Like, it's different in an apartment building because you clean that bitch every day. But the idea that you're dragging garbage across from where the fuck I'm going to eat my chips and my fucking, nah, bro, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna no. I'm just no. It's it's just no. So, you know, it's like these fucking and let me and let me tell you what it what it really is. And I don't give a fuck and I'm gonna say it. These white people do not want to get rid of guns. They don't want no gun control because these white people in this country are still sitting in their homes and they're sitting in their heads and they're thinking. I got to have these guns because whenever these black people decide to rise up, they not going to kill me. That's what this shit is all about. Whenever these Latinos decide to rise up, they not going to kill me. Whenever these Asians decide they, they going to come in this country and whenever China decides they going to cash in their debt and come to this country, they not going to get me. That's all this is about. This gun, the lack of gun control is about white people's fear their fear that their the history and and the karma that their great 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 and not even that great but just grandparents shit you know what i mean hell the civil rights movement wasn't that long ago we're talking about white people in birmingham alabama hitting people with bricks you know somebody somebody's granddad is the dude that blew up the church with the four girls in it so you know what i'm saying like granddad not great grandfather type shit you know what i'm saying so let's not act like oh this is some shit that 
happened so, 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 so long ago. This shit has been happening and continues to happen and is continuously happening. So white people need their guns because they fear that when all the... Uh, when karma come calling for all the bullshit that their ancestors and they have done over the past, since the beginning of time, no shade white people, it is what it is. That's what they need. That's what they feel like they need. I mean, motherfuckers is out here buying flamethrowers. Throwers. I watched a thing. This is after Barack got in office. It was white people at them gunshot. A motherfucker bought a flamethrower. Do you understand the level of fear you have to have? The level of psychosis and shit you have to have to be like, yo, fuck that nine millimeter. <laughs> I'm about to be a goddamn dragon. Like, that shit is dumb. Anyway. But it's all dumb. I mean, listen, the lieutenant governor, let me look up this clown's name. His name is Dan Patrick. The lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, blamed the massacre at this high school on two many entrances and too many exits <laughs> yo <laughs> what the fuck yo but you know i feel like the other the other blame lays on us as a as a society for continuing to allow these people to be in office you know what i mean and i feel like and in november all these people who have consistently been against everything that we want saying dumb shit like oh we don't need that many doors and that's the reason why kids are shooting up schools and shit like that if these people are still living off of the money that we're paying in taxes this shit is our fault you know what i mean straight up this shit is our fault and i'm gonna be honest it ain't all just republicans these motherfucking Democrats low-key be taking a little cut of the money, too. So don't get the game twisted. Don't think that when you go vote and you just vote down the Democrat side that they're just automatically going to be in your best interest. That's not necessarily true. The problem is, is that when you try to be like, to try to take Republicans seriously or when you're sitting there and you're like, okay, if I could go all Democrat, Democrat, blah, 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 but the thing about Republicans is Republicans don't have, they don't discern. They don't say, oh, well, this is right and this is wrong. And I'm the Republicans, they go into their huddle, they get their talking points, and they come out and they all say the same thing and they stand by that dumb shit and they will not bend. You know what I mean? It's so few Republicans that are bending. Listen, and I'm this might sound fucked up, but I'm about to go ahead and say it. If John McCain wasn't sick, trust and believe he would not he would be right in line with the rest of the motherfuckers i think because john mccain is sick he is now like hey you know what let me get some of this bad karma off of me before i hit that upper room he trying to get in the upper room and i'm just you know that sounds insensitive but it is what it is john mccain is trying to clean up that motherfucker you know when your mom about to come home and you do all the cleaning that you were supposed to do for the whole last day that you did not do so you're trying to hurry up and get shit done because she is like legit five to seven blocks away and you know she's on her way and you praying she didn't get she didn't leave earlier than she said she was gonna leave that's what that is he trying to clean up the mess honey he trying to get them dishes done he sure is he trying to he trying to get the basement cleaned up. <laughs> he trying to get the garage cleaned out because he was supposed to have a garage clean years ago. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. 
But, you know, just the day-to-day shit that you hear these Republicans saying and the the talking points, it's just like, you know, I, I'm just amazed that so many career politicians are legit throwing their, they're throwing their fucking legacy away. Standing behind a, a orange a orange child that can't read. You know what I mean? Like the idea of that. Like, I don't know that there's anything that's come across Donald Trump's desk that he's actually read. And I say that because when he talks about shit, he talks about shit like when you catch your dude in a lie, he'd be like, nah, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I was like, nah. And then they was like, yo, what up? And I was like, nah, I'm good, son. And then they was over there and I was over here. I was just over there chilling. And then they was like, yo. And I was like, ah. And then they was like, art for word? And I was like, hey. You'd be like, what the fuck do that got to do with the phone numbers in your pocket, bitch? Nah, I'm saying no. Like, that's how Trump sounds with everything. It's, yeah, because I heard, and that's that's what they telling me, and it's going to be bad. Like, how do you, that's his explanation for the Iran deal. Like, it's the most, it's the most idiotic shit I've ever seen in my life, especially coming from Barack, where Barack is using all of the words. And uh, as we mm, move forward, we will begin. Like, Half time I'm sitting up there looking at Barack and I'm looking at him like, bruh, fuck these motherfuckers. Don't even give them the satisfaction of laying out as much information as you laying out. Then to go to fucking Trump's stupid ass, it's very sad. Not looking good. Yeah. No collusion. Like, what the fuck? He, it's not even full state. Anyway, white people. You know, you guys are in poor form right now. It's true. Fucking poor form. Um, in a segment I'm gonna call man fuck the police uh, it's pretty much everything that's happened in the last two weeks <laughs> just goddamn. listen um, police and white women right now is fuck y'all okay and uh, yes I know not all white women it's not all of us you're right it's not all of y'all uh, shout out to the woman, the white woman in um, Oakland. It was because of her that we were able to even see what happened with Barbecue Becky. And we were blessed with the memes that came afterwards. If you're if you've been like in a coma or, you know, in a drug induced coma, listening to too much fucking future or whatever. um white woman you know she doesn't even i she doesn't even deserve the courtesy of me using her name for the purposes of, of this story she will henceforth be known as barbecue becky so black people in oakland barbecuing white woman comes over white woman and want to call the police because you're not supposed to use coal coal um cold grills in this area of the park and it's bad and if a kid slips and they like bitch 
what the fuck is you even talking about? So by the time the video comes on, the woman is being recorded by another woman whose name is Michelle Snyder, the hero. <laughs> Her name is Michelle Snyder. Michelle Snyder was basically like, so what's, why are you over here? Why are you so pressed? Like what, what is the problem? They're not supposed to use. And I'm calling the police. She was like, so they like, Oh, now she want to use a regular tone. And then Michelle Snyder, like, Oh, she was being rude. And they was like, hell yeah. So, First of all, as soon as I saw this shit unfolding, I was immediately getting, like, I felt myself turn into Johnny Storm. Like, I felt the fucking fire just engulfing my body because I've been in situations like that where some bitch want to insert herself in a situation that nobody asked her for that didn't need her fucking like I could see if they was like hey uh, excuse me ma'am is it cool if we barbecue over here no it's not this is a no cold area and you're not so oh okay my bad but this bitch just roll up on them and here's the thing about it and I don't know if a lot of people peep this I'm sure they did I always act like I'm seeing some shit nobody else is seeing I don't know if you peep this but <laughs> Like, bitch, yeah. So she rolling up on some people barbecuing in the park. This people, the, the guy was like, yo, I've been here 26 years and I've been barbecuing. So here come this bitch, pop, probably a gentrifier, probably brought her stinking ass from fucking Iowa, Idaho, uh, uh, fucking Iceland or some fucking white ass place. Want to come telling these people who've been there their whole goddamn life what they can and can't do in a certain area. Bitch, nobody fucking asked you, number one. Nobody asked your ass to leave your little stupid ass podunk ass town to move over here because I just want to live by the water. I think it'll be edgy. This area is an up and coming area and it's just, you know, and Tom and I, we got a great price on our house. Bitch. And, I, and then to take it the step here's my problem okay boom you want to insert yourself okay fine you being an asshole you doing some real white people shit but the moment you decide to call the police now you're taking it to another level now you're making it something that it doesn't have to be all this bitch had to do was say yo they ain't supposed to be barbecuing over here but i'm gonna keep it fucking pushing and i'm gonna but no, this bitch got to stand by, be on the phone. I ain't calling the police. I'm calling, you know, and then this is the diabolicalness, diabolicalness. This is this the real fucked up shit she did. I, I couldn't, I couldn't pull it together. This is the real fucked up part. When the police get there, then she break out in this little fake ass, bullshit ass, dry face ass cry. This goddamn the bitch looked like the cry emoji, like legit in real life. This bitch looked like the cry emoji. No, not one goddamn tear coming out. And this bitch talking about, I'm feeling bully. And I love that Michelle was like, oh, now you know what it feels like. Like, oh, now you want to talk about feeling bully when this all the fuck you was doing to these people that's minding their own fucking business. Like, fuck you. <sighs> but, you know, I just want to shout out black twitter for once again just you know where is the nobel peace prize for fucking black twitter straight up like black twitter has really just been a saving grace for me in these trying times like there needs to be some kind of re a award some type of recognition can we set up a black twitter scholarship fund like these people need like these people need to be getting jobs at like the the creativity the 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 quickness this shit is like it just really shows the brilliance of black people 
and how fucking dope we are. Let me just white people stand by. Let me just let me just be on our dick for a minute. Because I read, I saw that barbecue shit, and that shit, like, like I said, I was just Trey from Boys in the Hood. Motherfucker, I'm swinging and shit. I was so fucking mad. And then the memes start rolling out, and I was like, oh my, it just took me to a, you know what I mean? It was like, it was like that cigarette after, okay, never, okay. To, uh, in my head, I went there, but uh, my mouth was like, bitch, you don't need to say that. So I, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. But I'm just saying it was just like that. Oh, okay. Woo. I'm going to be all right. <sighs> Them fucking me. They put this bitch everywhere. They put, and you know, it's great. It's a laugh. And I love that. But it's also like, bitch, you're going to live this for the rest of your life. I hope that, I hope these memes haunt this bitch for the rest of her life. Because her intention was to ruin these people's life. N- more so than just ruining their day. That bitch intent was to ruin their life. When these white bitches is calling the police, and yes, I'm calling them white bitches because that's the term that they deserve. White, these fucking filthy white bitches call the police they're doing it with the intent of someone losing their life they may not think that that's what they're doing or maybe they do i might be giving them too much credit i might be giving them too much humanity they might legit i feel like these hoes is having to me i'm gonna be honest and white people i it is your responsibility if you listen to this podcast this is your responsibility to call your goddamn aunts and uncles call your aunts your grandmama your great aunt your step grandmama your grand your grandmama niece whatever however your family mix up and mix down if you're from west virginia that shit could be a cousin sister i don't know but I, it's your responsibility to call the white women in your life and figure out what the fuck is going on if you need to infiltrate some of these meetings and go in there and take some pictures then that's what the fuck you need to do you need we need this ally shit to go to the next level we need more michelle's out here we need some white people that's going to really get their white people in formation and get their white people in order 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 yes because you know the you got the Yale student you got the other it was the same white bitch called on the another black male at you know at on campus you got it was a black dude in the park with his baby in a stroller and a white bitch called the police. Like, this is the shit I'm talking, this is the shit black people are dealing with. This shit is not cool. And yeah, it's like, I just seen a girl was on a flight on a little, one of those really small prop planes, like one of those small planes and shit. She said the the plane was so small, regular carry-ons couldn't even fit on this plane. And she's sitting next to this white lady and the white lady calls the police on her and calls the the stewardess on her because she was touching her arm on a little ass plane. And she's saying that, you know, it was because she was flying fat and black. But that girl wasn't even fat. Like, she was damn near like maybe five to seven pounds bigger than me. But she wasn't motherfucking fat. Because I know I ain't fat. I'm a little thick, but bitch ain't. Anyway, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this woman made it her, the they off the flight. This bitch called the police, her and the other motherfucking, um, the flight attendant that was on the plane, called the police. The police got, went and got this woman off of a shuttle van. She's leaving. She's damn near gone. They went and got this woman off of a shuttle van because of a call of her touching this woman on a goddamn plane because this filthy bitch 
going to say she was being harassed. Now, they're both sitting there. Now, she's being harassed on this plane. Then more people would have seen it. More people would have called the police. But the idea that you're uncomfortable, bitch, and then that deserves being because you specifically are uncomfortable with the situation that you you think, oh, I'm going to call the police. You know what I'm saying? And this girl legit like she I feel like all black people, when it comes to police, there's a level of trauma that we're all enduring. There's a level of trauma that we feel like, yo. I don't know if I'm going to make it home. This girl said her phone got down to 11% and she was scared. She feared for her life. How the fuck is that okay? And you just trying to get off the plane and go home and this filthy bitch want to call the police. And then for the, okay, let me, let me stay focused. Boom. So you have that situation. You, I just saw a video of a white bitch calling the police no, she wasn't called. It was a guy driving in her neighborhood, backed up. I think he maybe was lost or whatever. This bitch taping him on her phone and then yelling that he had a gun. Now, Barbecue Becky, that, you know, that ended up being funny. They ended up having a big little, um, a big, um, barbecue that whole park area been popping ever since like straight everybody outside i seen a video people had coats and shit on it wasn't even warm enough they out they laid out they got the park popping right but the idea of this bitch yelling gun don't you point that gun at me like that shit is beyond an apology bitch fuck your apology this dude all of us have a responsibility to sue the fuck out of these people. This ain't no misunderstanding. This shit ain't no, oh, I don't, this ain't no beer summit situation. This ain't no, oh, reach across the aisle, I'm gonna shake your hand. Fuck that. In these situations, when the police is called, when the police come out there, if you end up arrested, even if you don't end up arrested, it is your responsibility as a person of color to sue the fuck out of them. Sue the fuck out of them. Sue the fuck out of everybody that had anything to do with Anybody that showed up on the scene, every motherfucking police officer, if the motherfucker even took, asked you a question, sue that bitch. Sue the bitch who answered the phone at the 911 station. Sue the mayor, governor, police chief, superintendent, comptroller, whatever position is happening in that city, sue every last one of them. Because just as flagrant as that sounds, that is in no comparison to the possibilities of what can happen to you for somebody falsely calling the police because they don't feel whatever the fuck, because they feel in some type of way, because they don't like your shirt. They don't want you speaking Spanish in their country or whatever, this whole my country. Bitch, this ain't your country, bitch. You know how much motherfucking taxes they took out my check? Fuck you. And then here's the other thing I have a problem with is these fucking sympathizers, right? So we all know about um, the white dude that yelled, that harassed the fuck out of these um, workers in this restaurant in New York City. I love how people are like, New York is the melting pot. Yeah, it's motherfucking racist right out there too. It ain't no goddamn different. If you think it is, you got the motherfucking situation wrong because if that was the case, Sean Bell would not have died and nobody was charged. Eric Garner would not have been choked out on the block and nobody was charged. So let's be very fucking clear. But, you know, once... 
it all came out who Aaron was, where he worked. He started getting harassed. Now he got to run for his life. You know what I mean? Now he's uncomfortable. You know, now all of a sudden it's, I'm so sorry. Bitch, you ain't sorry. You don't give a, if nobody said anything to you, you would be harassing the next motherfucker because you probably got a thrill out of it. Your little dick probably got a little blood rush into it because you felt like you was a motherfucking man yelling at some goddamn um, regular worker, just yelling at people, feeling like you all fucking high and mighty because you white and you got a better job than them. No, fuck you, bitch. I hope you have to move back to fucking Minnesota. I hope you have to move somewhere where no, I hope you have to start all over from scratch because the idea that you you're you're so mad because somebody is speaking spanish all the fucking languages that people speak in fucking new york was you gonna say that to somebody from russia was you gonna tell them you're in america you're not in fucking russia there's no collusion in here whatever you you ain't have no you wouldn't have no fucking problem with that if somebody was speaking some other language that you thought was cool if somebody was speaking french i'm sure you wouldn't have shit to say about that but the idea that somebody was speaking spanish sent you over the fucking edge that you're threatening to call ice that threat can change somebody whole fucking life, ruin somebody whole fucking life. It don't matter if they're an American citizen. It doesn't matter. The fact is that you're going to hold them up with paperwork, police coming out. They might miss some days from work. They might lose their fucking job. And here you are. You think you can just go skip off into the night and your life not change. No, fuck that, bitch. You don't get to do shit like that. You don't get to put people through shit like that and nothing happens to you. No, bitch. Fuck that. And if I was them workers in that bitch, I would have sued that motherfucker for harassment. Like, that's that's what it's come to now. Call the police if you want to, bitch. I'm taking your motherfucking house. I'm taking your livelihood. I don't want to hear shit about, oh, I'm a single parent and I got this going on and I'm and then I, I don't give a fuck, bitch. I'm taking everything you motherfucking own because you tried to take mine. Fuck you. Side note. Uh, Shout out to whoever threw the drinks on Tommy Loren. I think it was another white person. I just, listen, white people... White people that's getting their white people, thank y'all. Thank y'all for that. Side note, let me take another step. Um, the white chick that yelled gun, her name is, uh, let me find it. I'm looking it up right now. Um, her name, Summer Berlinger, Berling, Berlinger, her name is Summer Berlinger, um, she's got, she's a Marine, and she's got an Etsy page, um, and this bitch, yo, anyway, um, so I just wanted to put that out there, B-E-R-L-I-N-G-E-R, it's her name, Summer Berlinger, but, um, you know, that's attempted to me, to say that this man had a gun and he didn't have a gun is attempted murder, right? So whatever happens to this bitch, and you know the internet be working, honey. They probably got this bitch home address, baby pictures, high school, whatever whatever things, upcoming things she had, whatever orders this bitch put in. Them niggas, motherfuckers on the internet is trying to get them shits canceled. And guess what? I fucking love it. Because, you know, you don't get to just do this to people and nothing happens to you. For, you know, which takes me to Tommy Loren. Tommy Loren is out with her mother, Trudy, and they go to brunch in Minneapolis. And 
they was like, fuck you, you bitch. <laughs> and uh, somebody threw a drink on her. And I think I saw a white arm and I'm here for it. But here's the thing. Bitch gonna go to a hip hop brunch. Nah, bitch. I, first of all, I already had a problem with Tommy Loren. I been had a fucking pro- top problem with Tommy Loren. And I had a problem with motherfuckers that wanted to platform Tommy Loren, i.e. fucking Trevor Noah and goddamn Charlemagne the God. Don't give this bitch no platform. Let this stupid bitch talk to her however many fucking internet followers. Why are you going to put her on your platform and ask her why she feel fuck her? Fuck her. Fuck what she think. Fuck where she feel. Fuck her thoughts and why and where she came up with. Man, fuck this bitch. Why are you even entertaining this dumb shit? Do you really need to know where that shit came from? Especially when you think about the fact that there's a whole fucking slew of these blonde, goofy bitches that come out of nowhere, start their little internet blog, and next thing you know, they blow up and end up on Fox News because that's exactly, Fox News is the fucking breeding ground for these blonde hair, blue-eyed, fucking airhead bitches to go on there with a fake anchor. Nothing about Tommy Lorenz tell me that she not sucking black dick at every opportunity she gets i don't give a fuck what you tell me that if you did a dna swab of this bitch mouth you would get dna from the civil rights movement (laughs) this bitch got all the nba in them jaws i don't give a fuck how you feel about it it is what it is the fact that like the fact that this bitch want to roll up in a hip hop brunch, bitch, no, you don't get to fucking talk about people, their whole lifestyle, their culture and all this shit. Talk about how bad it is completely, you know, debase a group of people completely be unempathetic to anything of any parts of their struggle anything that they're going to but then want to come to the cookout. No, bitch, take your ass to the fucking mayonnaise brunch, bitch. (laughs) I mean, like, of all the fucking places in Minneapolis, bitch, you're going to end up at a fucking hip-hop brunch? For what? You thought motherfuckers was going to cheer for you? Like, oh, shit, that's Tommy. No, bitch. We don't fuck with you. Just like you don't fuck with us on your platform, we don't fuck with you in real life, bitch. So you don't get to put be on a platform speaking to people about how evil we are and how we ain't shit and how our pain don't matter but then want to come kick it at the fucking chicken and waffle mixer no bitch take your ass to the buckwheat pancake fest ho take your ass to the pumpkin spice revival bitch Seriously, like, for real, for real, like, uh, I, white people, get your white people. That is the message of today. Y'all are responsible for these bitches, and I mean that. Like, y'all are responsible for getting y'all white people in check. It's not on us no more. It's the fuck on y'all, straight up. And black people, if you have a motherfucking run-in with one of these motherfucking mayonnaise-ass demons... The last thing I want to hear is, 
I accept your apology. Just like dude that got fucking cold cocked in the face at the Trump rally. Gonna shake that fucking racist ass KKK motherfucking hand. No, bitch, I'm not shaking your hand because I can't move my arm. Because when you tap my jaw, that shit sent a surge and I have nerve damage now down the whole fucking left side of my, my, the right side of my body, bitch. So no, I'm not shaking your hand. But I will see your motherfucking ass in court, bitch. And I'm suing the fuck out of you. I'm suing the venue. I'm suing Trump. I'm suing every motherfucker that was in your row. I'm suing the motherfucker that drove you there. I'm suing the motherfucker that sold you the car. I'm suing every, I'm suing whoever brought the food that you ate at the fucking Trump rally. Like that, that is our responsibility now. Henceforth, moving forward, every, you will have heard it here today. Black people, if you have an encounter and a running with anybody, it is your responsibility to sue every fucking body. I already gave y'all the blueprint on suing these motherfuckers. Sweater vest, loafers, Bible, sundress, glasses, done. It, listen, if you got a natural, it, you have permission to straighten that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas, if you got locks, you better cut them hoes and be in a nice little clean cut ass Caesar haircut, goddammit. Shit. Fuck that. These motherfuckers trying to take your life, you take their motherfucking life financially. Fuck them. All right, last story, last story. Um, so the NFL decides that they're going to pass some new fine if players decide to kneel. I'm going to make this real fucking, I'm going to make this extremely fast because I don't feel like a, we need to go over back and forth about this shit. Now, I've already talked about my feelings on the NFL. Last year, I legit watched the Super Bowl. That was all I watched this year. I'm not watching none of that shit. It would, let me tell you what my dream, my dream is, right? That when the season roll around, none of the motherfucking players suit up. I've already talked about this because listen, nobody want to see a sport that black people ain't playing in. And I'm just going to be all the way motherfucking 100. Hockey is cool, but guess what? Ain't nobody watching that. White, like the super white, white, whites is watching it. But imagine basketball with no fucking black people imagine football just imagine for a second football with no fucking black people in there none go ahead now imagine football with no nfl with no black people in it but the black people got their own motherfucking league over here somewhere which one you think they gonna which one you think i'm watching which one do you think majority of the world will want to watch and I mean, no shade, this, you know, shit, Tom Brady, a bad motherfucker. But when Tom Brady ain't got nobody to throw it to, when you ain't got nobody making no dope-ass dives, when you got just straightforward running football, get the fuck. That shit is whack. End zone, and no end zone dance, no swag, no nothing. Whack. Go ahead, try that shit. Go ahead and try to do the NBA with no black people. I, I, I... I would love to see a motherfucker try that. So I say that to say this. I I have no intentions of watching that shit because I don't want to sit up and see who kneeling and who ain't kneeling. I don't want to have a conversation about it. But I tell you what, and I can't I can say this. 
you ain't about to be telling me what the fuck I'm fist to do. And I'm out here risking my life, my fucking livelihood, my brain, my family's livelihood every motherfucking night. And you're going to tell me what I can and can't stand for. Fuck you. All these people that have a problem with the players kneeling. How about we make the game about these fat motherfuckers in the stand? How about y'all fat bitches suit up? Bring your fucking weak ass down here. You no muscle strength having ass. No goddamn stamina. Bitch couldn't run a couldn't run a forty in three minutes, let alone uh, four seconds. Let these motherfuckers suit up and get on the goddamn field, and let's see what that game look like. I doubt anybody want to see that shit. I don't even want to see it. And I just mentioned it. I brought this shit up and I don't even want to see it. So let the football, all these motherfuckers that have a problem with it, let the football game be filled with them motherfuckers. Bring them fat bastards right out of the stands. Bring they no coordination, no goddamn, you know, ain't, ain't lifted shit since seventh grade football, since fucking Pop Warner. But they want to come telling some, some fucking elite athletes what they can and can't do and then so you know i i i have no intentions of watching it i don't don't invite me to your nfl shit i don't want to see no football games i'm not about to be watching espn and whatever if i find out who is supporting certain teams i'm boycotting them motherfuckers too how about that because just as they were announcing that they were in, you know, implementing this new rule that players couldn't kneel or they would be fine or they had to stay in a locker room. Just as they was implementing this shit, a fucking NBA player at two o'clock in the morning gets harassed by five police officers because he parked across two parking spots at a Walgreens. Now, when the camera panned a little bit, first of all, it's 2 o'clock in the morning, so you're in this Milwaukee. You know ain't nobody outside. Who the fuck is outside in Milwaukee at 2 a.m.? Nobody. This nigga probably going to fucking Rite Aid or whatever to get some icy hot for his fucking knees because he's a fucking NBA player or whatever the case may be. Maybe he's going to get some con Whatever he going to the fucking Rite Aid Walgreens for. Five fucking police officers detained him tased him harassed the fuck out of him because his car was parked across two lanes he wasn't running you know all it's so clear when you watch the video and you hear his the the officer's tone you can see that they're fucking baiting him it's just like when when the cop pulled over sandra bland it was like he just kept digging needling needling like Leave me the fuck alone. If you're going to give me a ticket, bitch, give me a fucking ticket. But I don't need this whole back and forth shit. Where are you going? What are you doing? What, what? Back up. Move over here. Move. Bitch, give me the fucking ticket, you bitch. So, you know, fuck the police. Henceforth, I don't even know when it's not going to be fuck the police. You know what I mean? At this point, it feel like fuck the police into infinity you know what i mean till thanos come back god damn it until we figure out where motherfucker where the ashes blew to when spider-man died it's fuck the police until further notice it's fuck the police until i don't even listen low-key it's been fuck the police since the civil rights movement it's been fuck the police since the motherfucking police whole idea of police was created because the idea of police was only created to motherfucking monitor and patrol black people so fuck the police all right, y'all. So, <laughs> woo, woo, sigh. Thanks, guys. That wraps up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Another shout out to John Taylor, the latest member of the Black Ass Village. 
And if you want to become a donor of the Black Ass Podcast Patreon page, you can log on to patreon.com slash podcast. Make sure you follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And, of course, follow me, hrcomedy.com. Um, I will be in Detroit July the 11th. I'm doing a couple of shows for the Vagical Tour. Um, and this is in support of Planned Parenthood. So if you're in Detroit, make sure you check out my website for those dates and where I'll be performing. Um, and I'll also be at Flappers right here in L.A. June 13th. At 9.30, I'm doing the Cookies and Sweatpants show. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, so make sure you check out the website, hrcomedy.com. Follow me on social media. And if you're around, come to the shows, Bill. Um, and, oh, yeah, question this week. What are the hot rappers that I should be following, listening to? I'm on Spotify, so hopefully they're on Spotify because I'm not paying for no nothing. I'm not doing it. But let me know what's hot. You know, I want the whole spectrum. If it's some good raggedy music, let me know that. If it's some ratchet shit, what's a little bit of lyrics to it, let me know that. But more so, let me. I want to hear some lyricism. It ain't gotta be Karis one. It ain't gotta be like, you know, uh, philosophy or nothing. But uh, I, I want. I don't want to lose brain cells for three minutes straight. How about that? All right, y'all. Thanks so much. I'm out. Peace.